Welcome to the Joys and Challenges of Midlife, a podcast dedicated to supporting and guiding women as they learn to navigate the physical, emotional, and spiritual challenges of midlife. I invite you to join me, Pavan Beltman, as I talk about diet, exercise, relationships, happiness, and connecting to your inner voice. Are you ready to look and feel much better? Then let's get started. Well, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the joys and challenges of midlife. I am here today with the lovely Lee Hochenberg. She is a vegan cooking coach, and she happens to be in my Golden Circle Mastermind. And Lee, uh, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Well done. <laughs> it's lovely to be in your podcast because I, I really like also the fact that we have also that in common about a holistic life because I tr- totally believe in the same, I have the same beliefs as you, it's all connected and yeah, I'm really, uh, really uh, glad that we are having this uh, exchange and uh, yeah, be happy to share whatever you want to know. Well, um, you know, this is a a time of year when either you've already started or you're getting ready to detox. And, you know, a lot of people uh, think about being vegetarian. It's getting more popular to be vegan. It's actually meat-free week this week here in Netherlands. I don't know if it is anywhere else. I forgot to check. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) It's interesting. who told me? My housekeeper told me this morning. I was like, oh, yeah. good, perfect. <laughs> so um, tell me, tell me, Lee, when did you start being a vegan? When did you decide that to do that? Yeah, it's an interesting story because it's not so black and white. It's not like, and I think that's for many people, especially people that are already eat- you know, that they have already interest in more wholesome or healthy cooking and and eating and lifestyle. So it's not so black and white. And actually, when the hype of the vegan uh, trends really was was getting more and more popular and was really becoming like, vegan, what the hell is that? And and then I, I also really thought like, well, what what is it really? Because to me also, uh, I thought it was just a trend and, well, I go past, you know, it's just like most things also, whatever kind of trend, but also with food and things like that. So I didn't really take it very serious. And um, at that time I was, and that's like about, I don't know, maybe four years ago or so. I can't really remember exactly when the trend was really starting, but maybe yeah, I think that's about right. Five, six years ago, that it was really starting to become more and more, um, yeah, popular. And and I was at that time still eating uh, everything, uh, meat and fish, and also vegetarian because you know I was never. Well, I have had a period where I ate lots more, a lot more meat, but I still ate meat and um, 
and fish and 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 but but in between i cook like most of the days i think i already cooked vegetarian and and i also still ate cheese and cream and things with sweets with cream and butter and i loved butter <laughs> so um but but then when the vegan movement really started i started to feel uh oh this is interesting because okay i still ate meat and fish but actually i felt with most of the other dishes i felt yeah but that's that's totally vegan you know that i am already doing it and that's for me typically me because for me many times uh the epiphany comes oh oh this is already <laughs> it's like a confirmation of what i'm already living or of what i'm already doing so that's what happened and then slowly slowly i started to really feel like also because of a bio industry the way we treat animals i love animals i used to live in the countryside in portugal for nearly 10 years uh, and that also made me much more conscious about animals and the way we relate to them and how they how they uh, nurture us in many ways and not just by eating them but also by their presence about how we connect and yeah so beautiful so that really helped because I really my body and my conditioning uh, my body memory was really uh, conditioned to love the taste of meat mm -hmm. so it was not easy to 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 say like, okay, I will never eat meat again, you know? And so what I learned in the past couple of years, because I think I, I'm now nearly three years uh, vegan, um, which, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't believe that being a vegan is a dogmatic thing. You know, I don't believe in dogma. So it's not like, oh, I, I can never eat anything that has to do with animals or something where dairy is inside or will never eat an egg anymore or you know it's just not the way i feel or like because and i misunderstood and thought you were a vegetarian and i tried to poison you yeah 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 <laughs> with the lasagna yeah. that i was so proud of that was full yeah. of cheese and cream yeah yeah totally full of yeah the, the lovely dinner that you made and then I completely, uh, yeah, I, I did tell you, but I felt also. Well, I misunderstood um, because yeah. it was in Dutch. So when <laughs> yeah. you, you wrote, you obviously wrote vegan and my brain said, oh, she's vegetarian. <laughs> I can do that. I, but I, I, I happily ate it, but I just, <laughs> I also have some kind of intolerance for uh, lactose. So it, I just don't feel good also. So, um, but, but yeah, these things happen. And um, yeah, what I want to say is that, uh, that it's a process, you know, it's, it's uh, I think for some people, uh, they, are, they are really young, like children, and they have already this natural uh, awareness or just also the, maybe the flavor, they don't like the taste of meat or animals or animal products. So they completely resist it and they, they just don't want it. But for most people, it's really a process because most of society, like with, with all the, our belief, the belief system is, yeah, is, is built like this, that we 
eat animals. We it's part of so many cultures. It's part of almost every culture. Uh, but uh, but I think that we can reinvent new things, and that's for me also the joy of cooking plant-based uh, dishes. Uh, is uh, every time to reinvent yourself or to reinvent something because there's so much to discover in plant-based cooking and that's mainly uh, why I really like it and also because it makes me really feel really good um, yeah what, what yeah I mean that, what effect did that have on your on your body when when you when you switched it had an effect it definitely had an effect I mean I wasn't really like uh, overweight I've, I my, my my weight has always been pretty regular and and i'm really blessed with that uh but also um by 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 eating less dairy especially dairy i felt also that i lost weight mm. and and not just losing weight like lots of losing lots of weight but uh but really feeling more lean feeling more energy feeling more um uh aliveness mm. you know yeah. And also, uh, yeah, feeling more clean in a way. Mm -hmm. Apart from eating plants, I also drink a lot of water. So, and not just water, but also warm water that cleans, cleanses also the body. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's also an idea for if you want to do a detox in this time of the year, that's also a very good idea. To, yeah, to do you have to drink so much water and it's cold out and it just makes you feel cold. So that's that's a really good tip is to, yeah. you know, yeah. herbal tea or just warm water. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also like tea. Actually, I always use, I was always very much a herbal or infusion tea drinker, mm -hmm. but um, and, uh, it has also an effect. If you drink herbal tea, it... Um, how you say that in English? It um, it it uh, it drain, doesn't drain you, but it's um, the in Dutch. What's it in Dutch? I'll translate. <laughs> uh, yeah, the afvalstof. They they go when you drink tea. So your your toxins. They they you release more toxins when you drink herbal oh, tea and into your body. I mean, it's not like you're flushing uh, them out. That you flush them, yeah. It's okay. uh, yeah, they yeah. leave your body. Yeah, so yeah. you and uh, and and uh, it can have other effects as well. But with uh, with with what drinking um, drinking hot water, uh, I have to go a little bit less to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I always have that too. Uh, and then I, I found out like that if I really if I drank two liters per day, and the trick was to just drink it sips at a time and not just because I used to just like guzzle the whole glass to be over with to get it over with yeah. and then after like two three days I, I wouldn't do that anymore and also I found out when you as you get older you have less muscle mass so if you don't regularly you know do something I don't know with weights or something to to keep your muscle your muscle is what holds on to the lick the fluid so if mm. you don't have muscle then that water you can drink two liters you can drink three liters but it's all just going to go right back out of your body <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah 
Yeah, you have to, you have to do, you have to stimulate your muscles. Yeah. So how you do that? Um, well, yoga is a great one. Lifting, lifting the, all the bottles of olive oil in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, or the pans. <laughs> lifting the pans. <laughs> like fill two water bottles. I use those for my weights. Actually, that's a pretty good idea. I'm gonna. I would love yeah, to give a workout in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you. I mean, you have like such glowing skin, and I'm sure that that's got to be too due to your diet. Yeah, you have just this. You have the beautiful glowing skin that I get when I detox, which. I haven't done in a while. <laughs> I think your skin is pretty glowing. It's really, it's nice. Yeah, you look great with the yellow, <laughs> yellow sweater. Wearing a yellow sweater today, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but it's true. Drinking lots of water and especially hot water is uh, is very good for um, for for purifying your skin but that's not the only thing of course no. i mean uh, a little secret that uh, I'm, i don't know if i already told you but um, i do face yoga that's right uh, did i tell you that we were talking about it once because i actually bought a face yoga program and i still haven't done it <laughs> That explains everything. <laughs> because I mean, I, I do it. It's so it's so much part of my daily routine that uh, it's just uh, I do it like several times a day. Especially after I have worked or been sitting behind the computer, I just go to the toilet and I do some exercises, <laughs> and it's wonderful. It completely immediately starts to. Maybe that's why you say that about my skin because. I, I just came from the toilet and I did some exercises. <laughs> All right. Well, I've, I've got to go. I've got to find that email with the download with, with my exercise. Yeah, it, it just it just makes very, it's so, so logical. It makes so much sense. And uh, yeah, gravity is, is, is uh, working on us. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I noticed that too. I'll yeah, be basis for the muscles. So yeah, I mean, I'll be forty-seven the next month, and uh, yeah, of course, we, we I don't feel forty-seven, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's also notice noticeable that I'm getting older. So yeah, I don't mind to get older, but I also <laughs> I don't mind to do something about uh, um, yeah, if it's not immediately like lots of. Uh, yeah. wrinkles or you know yeah yeah well it's i mean it's the same like we were talking about like that you lose muscle you know you know you lose muscle mass and they get flabby if you don't work out i mean your face is full of muscles so i mean it's not like oh it happens everywhere in your body but not your face you know no exactly <laughs> no sometimes you see you see uh men or or women also and they and and then i see them for example walking on the street in the summer and they have and think wow that's such a good-looking young uh, young woman and, and beautiful legs and everything and then and then I walk by and, I, and then I look and then I see oh oh but the face is so old <laughs> and so that they they train the whole body but yeah. they forget the face yeah 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 
And then I think, oh, that's so when that face yoga came in my life, uh, then I started to think, yeah, but that's that's logical, of course. If you if you only do why would you not train your face muscles as well if you if you'd like to work on your on your body? Yeah. That's a big part of it. But many people find it also scary because it can really reshape your face. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you can do you can manipulate it just like you're with the body muscles, huh? Yeah, well, okay, that's uh, that's another story, maybe. <laughs> it's a good one, it's a good one. We're all we're all having the same problems here, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any 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 tidbits you can give us, Lee, is good. So, but you mm -hmm. used to be, didn't you used to have your own restaurant in, in Portugal? Yes, I did. Was that a vegetarian yeah. or was that just a regular everything? Yeah, it was it was like this. I, I was living in Portugal and I was living there with my heart friends, my my dearest friends. And they were uh, most of them. They were also from Holland. And we we had a little community in the countryside. Really sweet, really nice, challenging, adventurous, like a children's dream. And then uh, at that time, I had I uh, had already done several things with cooking because I was very curious about cooking, and I also had my food truck in Holland before I went decided really to live in Portugal. And it wasn't a time. What kind like, of food truck? Uh, Sorry. <laughs> huh? What kind of food truck was it? It was a food truck. Um, you mean the type of of, of, yeah, like of truck? Kind of food? Yeah. What kind of food did you sell? I did sell uh, my own homemade uh, bread with rosemary and raisins. It was it was a bit inspired on things that Jamie Oliver did in those days mm -hmm. because that was that was not common, not so common no. yet. It was the very beginning of when Jamie Oliver was becoming popular. And I was really enthusiastic about it. And I made also um, chicken liver pate and I made brownies and I sold very fresh olives from Portugal that I imported. I had olive oils. I baked little apple pie, small little bladderdeeg, puff pastry pan of um, little tartlets. <laughs> and I had an oven, so I could do that in the in the van. Oh, wow. And and also, I was one of the first ones who bought um, a juicer, and I, I I sold also. I made also fresh juices. Oh, brilliant! And that was completely new because we're talking about two thousand four, two thousand yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. And and I had a very cute van because that van was this. Citroen H A H Y, which is this. Do you know this this old fashioned vans? You see them now more and more here because they are also used as as food trucks or food yeah, vans. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. They have yeah. the yeah. ribbles. They have this. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the ribbles. and the flat and like a flat nose. Yeah, and small window. No, yeah, it's so cute. But 
<laughs> that was so nice. But the van had also technical problems and it, I would just drive with it. Couldn't drive harder than 80 kilometers per hour. And then I would just all of a sudden stop in the middle of the, of the city in the middle of the road. Oops. <laughs> Come get your so, bread. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very practical. But okay, that was an adventure uh, before that. And uh, I also in Portugal, be before I started a restaurant, I, I decided, oh, I'm going to uh, sell poffertjes because, you know, I like I like that street vibe with also with my food truck. I really like the street vibe. It's very direct, yeah. connect, making contact with people passing by. And so I started what suffrages are to our English listeners. Oh yeah, poffertjes. Yeah, this is a, this is a Dutch. Uh, well, actually, it's, it, I think it's quite famous even abroad. But it's like a mini mini small pancakes like size pancake, yeah and they're kind of you know what they are right yeah yum yeah of course <laughs> and, and and they're usually and you have a pan a round pan and there's all little holes, little holes in it, in like it, yeah. little round holes and you make a a, a batter um uh and uh, and then uh, you you squeeze the batter in in a, in a bottle with an opening in the lid you put some oil and then you squeeze the batter and then you turn them and then you have poffertjes and we we uh we traditionally uh one of these uh, typical traditions in holland is that you serve them with um lots of butter and uh, uh icing sugar eh? mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that didn't the people didn't like that uh, in uh, in portugal because oh. They don't know that tradition. So, and especially the children loved it. So I sold the, I made a, a Nutella chocolate sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the people really liked. So, <laughs> but that, that was all before I started the restaurant because uh, I just didn't know if I wanted that whole commitment. And also I was at that time still by myself. But then that summer of selling my poffertjes, I met a very nice uh Indian Portuguese uh, boy. Uh, I say boy because he's really like a boy, <laughs> but he's actually a man. But um, man child, <laughs> man, yeah, man boy. <laughs> um, and um, he was uh, he had a lot of experience in uh, in um, serving the people, uh, giving drinks, and doing all the service because he used to work on. Um, cruise ships oh. for many years and then so we got together and within half a year we started our own restaurant mm. so and that that was uh, quite an adventure because i never had uh, yeah a business like that that commitment and also i didn't have really have the 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 experience of how to really make this very nice and efficient you know so yeah. so so i just did it and i just um, thought because of my enthusiasm my love for cooking and everything i just felt like yes this is going to work and of course this is great and oh excitement and my friends came to help and and other friends came to help but but it was it was a very lovely beginning but also very stressful after a while because uh, 
because I didn't really know how to handle it in a very structured way. You know, yeah. it was, it was, I, I was doing it, but sometimes when there were more people coming, I just panicked because I was just all alone by myself. I, I managed, but it was not always easy. Yeah, that's, it's, that's, restaurants are hard, hard. But... Yeah, but I think, and now, um, now also, I, I, it's a coincidence because last night I also recorded a podcast for my own podcast <laughs> and I also uh, spoke about this that I would never I don't think I would like to have a business like that anymore like I used to have because I made that experience it was really nice but actually um, I feel that the time is now for more for to inspire people to be more you know uh feel how, that they feel good with themselves with healthy food with inspiration and maybe who knows if there would come more also uh offline place that if that's still possible who knows in the future we don't know right now we right hope. we must hope it's it's such a such an insecure situation right now mm-hmm. but but then i would probably uh, prefer to make like a, a menu that is just very simple and, and, you know, yeah, we don't even speak about it, but you also have lots of experience with cooking. But yeah. uh, I think that would be that would be the best because then you could just work with fe- very fresh uh, ingredients because that's what I love the most. And then uh, and then people would just have to get to know you and really know, OK, this is actually always going to be yeah, good or tasty or lovely right. or fresh or whatever you did something like that but right now that's not that's not what I want to do I just want to inspire people and help people to to cook uh, plant-based and uh, I'm writing my recipes every day I write now at at least five five times a week I write a new recipe yeah so you really developing new stuff right Yes, and it, it inspiration in the kitchen, right? You like to dance while you're cooking. Yes, I love to dance. <laughs> right? Did what kind of music? Me? What kind of music? We want to know. We should have Lee's <laughs> Lee's kitchen playlist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it's it's coming. It's uh, it's already there. I already used it when uh, because I gave a Facebook live uh, five days. I was cooking live, and uh-huh. uh, just to share my 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 yeah my enthusiasm and also to show people how I do it and then I already had a playlist but now I have another idea and that is uh, that is actually uh, also connected to my challenge that is now coming up for springtime because I want to inspire people to have to know what what fits the best for them in every season Mm -hmm. So you can uh, you can really feel like okay this work I mean for for example tomatoes or tomatoes in yeah um, yeah you can eat them in winter there are good greenhouses that produce pretty good tomato tomatoes but yeah I rather not eat too many fresh tomatoes okay from a can that's a different story but 
pressed tomatoes is just much more logical it makes much more sense to eat them in summer right i mean yeah when they are growing uh, well maybe not even here so much because holland is not the best place to grow tomatoes but in other countries they are lovely sweet and it is the time to eat these things so i really believe that also for your health and for your well-being and how you feel your energy levels it's also important to to realize what is growing now what is growing in the, in this season and to yeah uh, to to become aware of that and to also notice that in the, in the shops and to sh to to buy the the veggies or the the produce that is uh, most available in these seasons yeah. and you yeah. know it's such a pity we used to eat such a much wider variety of, of vegetables and now it's just because of you know the big farming and whatever's easier to you know whatever keeps longer you know we've just got this really pretty small selection of what we can choose that's in season yeah and I think we're getting also just a lot less vitamins in, into us than, than people used to a long time ago because everything's just coming from these big farms and we're just eating this like just such a small variety. Yeah. 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 Because how you, how do you uh, eat, uh, buy your groceries? Do you, uh, do you um, pay attention to what's in season? Do you buy your groceries biological? What's I usually do. It depends. Um, I usually buy the organic stuff. Um, I have a friend with a uh, with a garden who who in the summer I get such lovely, lovely vegetables from, and it's amazing how different those vegetables taste. Even yes. if I buy them either at a farmer's market or the organic, it's just it's not even the same vegetable. It's 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 amazing it's so different so I also grow things in my backyard and um yeah and I also I not always but I actually am also pretty good about eating things that are in in season because you know your body's meant to eat all that you know all those fruits and all those all those things in the summer because it's all that sugar and you you know you're building up fat and then you know you won't have it in the winter, so you'll you'll have your fat stores, and we don't do that anymore. Of course, it's no fun to starve in the winter, but mm -hmm. if you keep eating all of that stuff when it's not in season. Well, no wonder, no wonder people are getting chubby. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what that food is that has. That's what it's there for, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, and I also don't think, you know, things grown in in where uh in um, greenhouses and all that stuff i mean i wonder if if they really have as much nutritional value as something that's been grown outside in the sun yeah 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 definitely well you also really see it with uh, with apples they um they have very little uh amino acids because um or I, I don't know if it's amino acids actually but um no enzymes i mean mm -hmm. enzymes yeah, yeah because when you when you pick an apple from um 
from an organic farm or just right from the tree and it's 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 not such a regular kind of apple that is completely um manipulated or uh, yeah you know lots of they did lots of things with the dna or yeah then then the enzymes are really like pure and then the apple when you take a bite very soon it gets brown yeah because of the enzymes and these kind of things they they are completely gone out of our food um yeah our food culture uh, it's just not there anymore and as you say now it's a little bit better but like i think maybe a year ago I uh, I was really fed up with going to the to the supermarket and then just only um, feeling like I can only choose from what all this regular every time is the same the same yeah. broccoli the yeah. same courgette the same carrots it all looks the same it all looks perfect in a way and then I get so I got so bored and also I got frustrated because I felt like. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that's not what life is. Life isn't perfect. Life isn't, uh, yeah, this, 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 the perfect picture that we are being uh, showed all the time. And because uh, carrots don't grow all straight and bananas don't, don't, are not all round like that. There are heaps and heaps of fruits and veggies that are, you know, with weird... Uh, with weird forms and and we they are just thrown away we know you know the forgetting forgetting um vegetable projects yeah and uh yeah it's but it is it's interesting because for me as well if i go and look at veggies or fruits and there's a there's a piece that is uh, not so perfect and it has some scratches or it's a little bit brown <laughs> you know i do prefer the one that doesn't have the the scratches well, you know because you know why would you pay the same amount of money for a piece of fruit that's starting to get rotten as you, yeah why yeah why would you why would anyone you know yeah but the thing is so but that's also part of the uh, you, we are also conditioned in that way that um we want perfect we want we want that we are conditioned to want that you know if 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 we would have if i would have in my neighborhood where i live if i would have um, a farmer where i can go to or i also really love gardening and i i also try every year to grow some veggies uh, but sometimes it just doesn't work yeah. for several reasons <laughs> but uh, but um if there would be a farmer and then if i could go there and um pick pick my own veggies from the from the land for example yeah. then then th that doesn't happen in your mind then you don't well you may be you may look for good fruits and veggies and um and uh, you don't want them to be rotten, of course, or eaten by animals. But you, you just, because you are connecting to the produce and uh, also to the one that is producing, you, you are less picky because you, you, are, you feel more grateful. You feel like, wow, this is all growing here and this is so beautiful. 
And that is so true. When I pick veggies at my friend's garden, um, the same. I mean, I get the weirdest little carrots and the weirdest looking, you know, uh, aubergines, but but they're so, I know that they're going to taste so amazing. So I don't care, you know? Yeah. (laughs) If there's a piece that, I don't know, that a mouse took a bite out of, I'll just cut that part away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and and I, I still believe because that's actually my one of my great visions for how we could live in urban areas. And I started like five years ago, I started a, a communal garden here just mm-hmm. across my street. But that garden is mainly for um, flowers, shrubs. And for biodiversity, for insects, bees and birds, and also the cats from the neighborhood, they come to meet there. And it's like a meeting point and it's really sweet. But uh, also I, I, I would love to, yeah, to, to grow vegetables in, um, in a natural way, not in, um, in um, the regular way, the way we are taught to, to grow veggies but more in the, what the nature does. Um, and then, and then, and then that people start to become more aware of, wow, this is the way things grow. And then like you describe in your garden of in your friend's garden, right? Then you are, yeah, you just amazed. Oh, this is how a broccoli grows. It doesn't get so perfect as in the shop, right? It gets a little bit, bit bit uh uh stalky yeah and it, it yeah. gets a little hole, a piece of broccoli sprout there and there, here and there and it's more like this how they call it i think they call it bim bim bimby broccoli <laughs> sprout broccoli, broccoli rape yeah 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 and it is very tasty but um yeah it's completely different and you start and it takes so long for one broccoli to grow yeah my god so anyway, that, that is for me, yeah, that is my, that would be my ideal uh, for the urban world so that people are more connected to uh, where they live, um, to the people that are around them and also to the earth and what, what, it's, uh, what it can provide. What, because it's so easy. You don't have to do lo- lots of things, right? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's already there in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee, you've done a lot of things. You've reinvented yourself a bunch of times. You also did coaching, right? And yeah. you, you probably still do also coach people. Mm-hmm. But yes. Your very latest thing is coaching people on how to cook vegan, right? Yes. yes. How, do you, how do you do this? Do you do it on Zoom or what? How do you how do you teach people to cook vegan? Tell us. Yes, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, it's it, this is this is a new um, project that that has really lots of my my energy because uh, for me, what I what I realized already for quite a long time is that the cooking is part of me it's just part of my system and i can just keep it for myself and that's that's good that's that's great i benefit from it and the people around me benefit from it 
but I really felt like it's, the time is now to really share this much more. So what I did is I did this Facebook Live where I just very low profile just uh, uh, invited people in my kitchen <laughs> so people could really see me. And that is in, in a way also how I want to help people so i will i will um accompany them in their in their world but by taking them uh, into my world the way i do it and what what is my most what i really uh, is my strongest uh, point in cooking is to connect to your intuition so i can teach techniques i can teach techniques about of techniques and also inspiration about how to cook vegan and uh, i will do that also through videos like by step step by step like for example to teach the basics what what does it mean to be vegan is it strict or is it can you do you need to eat more proteins because that's of course also a question that you can ask yourself and it's 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 true it's needed but even once you start to realize that that is needed, you can also be more playful with it. And you don't have to think all the time, oh, today I didn't have my proteins. Oh, my God, I'm going to fall apart. <laughs> you know? so, what is my main, uh, main aim is to, to really let people connect more to their joy uh, in, in cooking in general and then and then my thing is to to um, discover or rediscover all the possibilities in in the vegan cooking so to to cook with the plant-based ingredients and that is so creative it's just yeah it's just really it's a never-ending story yeah. <laughs> yeah that really it feels to me like the never-ending story and so yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm teaching people it like that. Uh, one side it can be very down to earth and basic, and on the other hand, we can go more. I will take you more into your intuition, and I will show you uh, how to tap into that intuition because we all have it. It's all there. We 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 everybody eats every day, so it's nothing. Uh, so strange but it, you need some awareness about what do i eat what are my preferences um and then you have to realize is this satisfying me does it make me feel good uh, does it make me happy does it give me energy or not and then you can start to to decide for yourself do i want to continue like this is it good for me or maybe this is your comfort zone and do you need to change and then i can help you to make the change because even for me i also have a comfort zone everybody has a comfort zone i guess yeah. and also in cooking and eating and the, the daily routines and sometimes also in the past i felt also uninspired and i felt like this is not what I want and then then it's really good to to see okay um maybe just to realize that and first to really realize that okay I'm not inspired and for me it really works if I'm not inspired I just 
when I admit that I'm not inspired, it comes to really release. Oh, I'm not inspired. Oh, it doesn't matter. Isn't that funny? That works with me too, like with writing as well. You know, the minute you're like, okay, I give up, whatever, I'm not inspired, all of a sudden, oh, no, I've got all the ideas are coming again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's, uh, that's something, yeah, that's something that uh, if you have that and you experience that, that's great, of course. But for many people, uh, they are not aware of it. They, they struggle with it, but I have to uh, go on or it's expected of me or I'm just by myself. Um, why would I do it? It's just for me, you know, it can be so many things. And but I think that especially because when you are, for example, by yourself, I know you are not, um, but uh, there are many people. Huh? I'm by myself most of the time. Yeah. Okay. But you, yeah. Also with the cooking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. At least, yeah? at least half the week, sometimes more. I'm just by myself. And ah. And even when I used to be single, I always, always cooked nice food for myself. I mean, yeah. And I mean, I don't, don't you think it's also part of like in Dutch culture that people just don't think food is important. So, and it's like this whole Calvinist thing and I'm not important. And why should I have nice, why should I just do all that just for me? And I'm just yeah. eating to stay alive anyway. Yeah. I just, I just love good food so why would I not make nice food for myself yeah yeah <laughs> the whole reason I love to cook <laughs> yeah I'm so glad that you feel the same because well and that's that's also a thing um, which which took me a while to to make a decision what to do and how to proceed with uh, my vegan cooking uh, coaching because um, because I lived abroad and um, most of my friends are or not port, not uh, Dutch or they are they are from another um, culture another nationality and so I did uh, most of the things in English but um, and also with the cooking I, uh, I I realized yeah I cook every day for lunch and I do too for me. I do too. Yeah, for me that's that's normal. That became normal also because I lived nearly ten years in Portugal, and lunch is like the biggest meal in in the, on the day. Mm -hmm. And everybody uh, when they're working, everybody goes out for lunch uh, somewhere, and they have uh, big meals. And and also I cook. I used to cook in the restaurant for people like that, and also at night. So I ate lots of food at, uh, in the afternoon and at night. But now I, well, and then what I want to say is that um, in Holland, there's a different culture. So, okay, I'm not saying you, nobody should do as I do, but um, it's also, uh, for me, it's more inspiring to cook during the day. I don't know about you, but then at night, because I, I don't know, maybe also because of the light and everything in the day, I feel more open and I'm more, I'm more, yeah, active. And at night, at the recent, in the recent times, I don't really make, uh, exaggerate, ex well, big, um, big meals at night. I may eat a leftover of what I've cooked before, 
or I just eat soup or something yeah. lighter. And I feel also better with that rhythm. But I also know that it's in Holland, not very common and it's probably very antisocial. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, if I can do that most of the time for, for myself and also for, for my friends, then, then I'm okay, you know? So you, everybody has to decide for themselves what they want. How you feel well. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know uh, for other people, but, um, but even with my uh, coaching and cooking plant-based meals, you can just use the inspiration in the evening. It doesn't matter. You know, if, if I made them during lunch, you can make them during the night. That, that's totally up to you. Well, a lot of times, like you and I, we have to cook the stuff during the day because it's when we have the best light to photograph it for everybody. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's also one of the things. Like I can cook a great dinner, but it's not going to look very nice in the picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just a practical thing that I also started to realize because I make now not only the, the meals uh, during lunch, which I do already for a long time, but, uh, but also uh, when I start to realize, okay, the recipes and then um, the pictures and um, I, it, it, to, to document it. And sometimes I make pictures of in between the processes, the steps. So I also can remember it better. Uh, but uh, yeah, of course, during the day, it makes much more sense because it looks better, better light, yeah. uh, sometimes sun, sunlight. <laughs> Not very often, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And whenever it's a sunny day, I'm like, okay, quick, get the caramel, let's cook. Yeah. <laughs> There's light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I would like to ask you something about uh, plant-based cooking. Or, yeah. yeah. It, does it have also your personal interest? or Because you're not vegan. I'm not vegan. I'm I'm not vegetarian. I I don't really uh, unless I've had to make it because of you know for my sons or something. Um, I don't really eat red meat or pork, so mm. it's mostly like chicken and fish. But recently, um, I've just been eating a lot more. Um, I try to be like mainly vegetarian, and I do. I, I don't do milk anymore. I, I switched to soy and almond, but I do mm. eat eggs. Um, I just, I feel really good when I eat eggs. I like my body craves them. So I'm like, you know, that's fine. But the I know like milk and I don't feel that well from it. Um, I do like butter, but I also love, I, I usually mostly cook with olive oil. So mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just, I just always found vegan was just like, just that little step too exaggerated for my taste. I just, I don't like being limited in any way. That's, that's what always, but I don't like to be limited. It's like, if I, I, I may not always eat meat, but if I want to, I can. And yeah. I don't know. I just, but I just, I also think, and I also think sometimes at least I have the impression that it's harder that you really, really have to know what you're doing if you're eating vegan, you know, because you, you know, uh, you know, 
a white bread, white bread potato chip sandwich is also vegan. You know what I mean? And people do that. And I, I see vegans eating buttloads of sugar. And so it's, it's mm -hmm. vegan doesn't necessarily equal healthy. So I find like if you're going to be yeah. a vegetarian or a vegan, you, you really need to know what you're doing, which is why I was like excited to, to, to talk to you about it because you're obviously like really healthy. <laughs> so <laughs> You must know what you're doing. So I think that's like really good to have like a person like you teach people how to do it correctly, you know? Yeah, 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 you're right. I, I also had a thought about that the other day that uh, vegan doesn't necessarily mean healthy, eating healthy, because yeah. you, as you describe it. And um, I, I, realized, uh, I realized that. And yeah, for me, it is it is something that came natural uh, once I really decided that uh, I I won't cook uh, I don't want to cook any animal animal uh, pro products in my in my kitchen and I feel really good with that yeah um, and uh, it's sometimes there's also periods. There was a period like uh, I think half a year ago that I really felt like oh you know should I again use um, um, meat replacement meat um, meat how do you call that meat replacements uh, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I call it fake meat <laughs> fake meat yeah fake meat but of course you have uh, these days you have oh, lots nice. of products. But I mean, just a tofu or or uh, this this vegan uh, vegan um, uh, gehakt, how you call it? Corn and stuff. There's yeah, all, all these things. Uh, well, to me, uh, I hate. Uh, I don't cannot I say them. the ones. I'm really not. I'm really not attracted to all of this. Uh, this this semi uh, fake meat uh, schnitzels and things like that. But there are some. They're the basis, like the the how you say gehakt in English. Ground meat. Ground meat. Yeah, ground meat. Ground. There's a, like a ground meat made of soy, mm -hmm. and that's that's perfect. You can yeah. use the many bases and and uh, and don't expect it to taste like meat. You have to really realize uh, that um, that uh, once you want to eat plant-based uh, and this can also be a process you're not going to cook things unless that's really important to you that that give you the idea that you're eating actually meat because once when, when you when you keep attached to that conditioning right. then it's going to be very frustrating because it will you will never find an equivalent to the flavor of meat even though it's amazing what they can do these days yeah Sorry, I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so for me, cooking uh, vegan is is creativity. Yeah, and it's the, so many beautiful ingredients to work with. You yeah, know, you and, and textures, flavors. Exactly, textures, flavors, and spices. I love spices. Yeah. Uh, almost every day I use spices in different yeah. amounts and not 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 just spicy but also just to give flavor and aroma I love aromatic flavors 
So it's it's like uh, to me, it's just like oh man, I can today I can again cook something uh, uh, from from scratch because I love scratch. Just starting with 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 yeah, with just the basics yeah. and uh, and and create a new new infusion, a new uh, chemistry. It's like a dance. It's yeah. chemistry. So yeah, and that's maybe that's also why I love to dance because when <laughs> I start to cook, not every day, but many times, I put on music yeah, and, yeah, and then I start to feel oh yeah, it's <laughs> dancing in my kitchen, and I start to feel much more loose in my body, and and then, then I walk to my fridge or my cupboard and I just open it and then just look. Oh, this could be nice. Oh, yes, I'm going to to try this now today. Oh, what's there? Oh, I still have this in my in my um, uh, you know my forad cast my um, storage. Oh, that's that that's something I still have. Oh, I can try that with this, and then I start to do it. And usually, always something nice and tasty and healthy comes out of it and and that's 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 in the end what i want to teach i want to teach people to trust their their body to trust their intuition and to trust their creativity in this cooking because that that that's such a freedom if you can do that for yourself in your life then 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 you have this basis you are free to create from from that uh, that that confidence yeah right yeah yeah cool lee yeah <laughs> nice this was a really really great chat i really enjoyed talking to you yeah and, you know you have a new website and so everything is still in dutch but obviously everyone can hear your english is perfect and you've worked in english for years. So I am going to put your information in the show notes. And yeah. if anyone is interested in getting your help in English, then I will, should I give them your, your email that they can email you? Is that? Yes, they can. They can. Yeah. I have now a new, um, I'm uh, constructing my new website, uh, vegancocoach.nl and um, if you want to email me, you can write an email to lee at vegancocoach.nl. So, all right, I will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, great. In the notes. That is super cool. Well, this great. Was, this is great. Thank you so much. I think this was just so interesting. Um, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, I I know we are uh, I think already more than an hour talking. Well, you know, me and food. I I could talk about food like for hours. So you know, we, let let's do this again because I'm sure yeah. there are a million topics we haven't covered yet. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Yeah, it's 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 lovely. I totally uh, I feel you, and I totally agree. It's lovely to share this enthusiasm about a holistic lifestyle and about health and about feeling good with yourself so yeah that's that's also what radiates uh here in this talk so yeah, yeah. let's continue with this right we'll do it awesome thank you so much <laughs> very welcome <laughs> it was lovely
Thank you so much for joining me on the joys and challenges of midlife. I hope this episode has inspired you to continue discovering yourself and finding your unique path. Until next time, remember to do the world a favor and take care of you.